Hey guys, and welcome back to Facing a Pandemic, The Forgotten Arts. And this week, we are lucky enough to have West End sensation, Miss Katie Dunstan on the podcast. Katie graduated straight into the original West End production of On Your Feet and was doing the Mamma Mia tour as the pandemic hit, securing two incredible West End credits in just her first few months out of college. So we're going to jump straight in and see how she has navigated the challenges the last year has presented her with. Enjoy the episode. Hello. Hi Katie, how are you? I'm not bad, how are you? Oh, I'm very well, thank you. And thank you so much for joining me today. It's an absolute pleasure to speak with you. And I can't wait to delve in to how the last year has been for you. So we're going to jump right in. How did you, in the first place, fall in love with musical theatre? And when were you first introduced to that as a career prospect? Sure. So my mum actually went to Lane. So, um, you know, it's it's kind of been in the the family, if you like, for quite a long time. Um, So, you know, as soon as I could walk, she was, you know, right off to off to ballet, you go, basically. (laughs) And, you know, funnily enough, I loved it. And that was it from there. You know, it was just I mean, you know, when you're two or three, you don't, you, you're there for fun, aren't you? You're there to yeah. burn off the energy. All, everyone does it. The parents send your kids off just to have an hour of freedom. Most people give up early doors, don't they? Exactly. And I think the first time that I was kind of like, oh, I quite, I quite like this was at a, you know, like a festival. It was like a dance competition or something. And I kind of remember myself being like, oh God, I I really, really want to win this. So mm, having just... that within you, yeah. <laughs> yeah and I think my mum kind of twigged then and was like, "Oh goodness, okay." You know, then the the one ballet and the one tap and the one modern a week was then every single day from the get go. As soon as I kind of realised what it was, I was like, "Yes," and I was never good at anything else. I was never good at you know anything academic at school or <laughs> anything like that. We don't do academics. It was the one road and I was like, well, we've got oh, to, we've got to take it. Amazing. So then obviously you auditioned for colleges and were successful and went off to performers. It's every musical theatre graduate's dream to graduate into an original production. Um, so how was that obviously going from training life straight into professional life with something that was so new and being part of that process? How was that for you? It was the most amazing experience. I can't even put into words how incredible it was. It was it was just, I felt like I was in a dream, you know. I left early on in my third year around March time started in April and I just was like this is this is just everything I've ever wanted to do it was it was amazing I felt so grateful and to be a part of something that was so so special you know it was an original West End cast and I was just every day I got up to do that job whether even in rehearsals performing I would get up and I would be like I cannot wait to to go to work it was just a dream like you say it's just a dream isn't it 
Incredible. So then from there, you went on to do the Mamma Mia tour. So how did you find that transition from sort of being in that bubble to then touring life? Was that, how was that transition? It was a really busy time. So the last month of shows for On Your Feet, I was doing Mamma Mia rehearsals in the day. So, you know, double duty. It was a pretty crazy time. And I remember because I was so excited to have, you know, ticked off two shows in a year. I would go to rehearsals like for an hour on a two show day and then I'd go and do the two shows I was just so like trying to learn as much as possible and you know didn't want to miss anything um, but they were very different they couldn't have been further apart it's so true show. yeah and that's going to be a contrast obviously that you have to deal with because that on your feet world is probably all you were that bubble was all you knew and then being thrown from that into something completely different is probably does take adjustment doesn't it yeah it was just complete it was just you know that show was there and this one was there and it was so different but you know you learn different things from different experiences um and they were, you know they were both absolutely amazing yeah and great as you say to, to get those both in so quickly after graduating um so obviously pre-pandemic I think was the tour were you still on tour with Mamma Mia yeah yeah we, were, we yeah. were still there yeah so how was that initial like the theatres have gone dark moment for you obviously we all thought it was going to be very short term and here we are a year later but what were your initial kind of thoughts at the time it was I don't think I had any thoughts I think my mind was so confused and unsure of what this was I just remember the very last show we did there was it was on the day where they had announced that you know pubs are shut immediately all the shops are shut and we were at work and we were in warm-up and this announcement had just gone off and we were like oh, are we actually going to do the show tonight and I remember it got to the half and people started getting ready and it was like we were still waiting to find out if we were going to do it. And we did the show that night. And then afterwards, it was like, please, everyone stay on stage afterwards. And that was it. And it was just like everyone was saying, you know, see you in two weeks. Or oh, this is a bit strange. And here we are. Mm. <laughs> year here later. we are. <laughs> year, whole year. No one knew. I don't think anyone could have called it. But when that first initial lockdown hit, what was your mindset? Because I think some people were like, right, I'm going to just embrace this time or I'm going to use it as time off. Like, can you remember how you were feeling in that first initial lockdown? I was just like, oh, okay. And obviously at the time thinking that it wasn't going to be for this long as well. I was like, I'm just going to use this time to breathe for a minute. You know, I, I kind of had a really good structure to my day. And obviously it was a lot brighter and a bit warmer. And I would, you know, I'd go for a run or I'd do a workout in the morning. I'd come back and I'd make breakfast and have time. You know, I was actually, I went back home for that first lockdown. So it was nice to see my family again, who I hadn't seen for quite a long time. And then obviously as the months kind of then went on and on, I was like, oh, crap okay I need to I need to actually start moving about a bit and keep some sort of structure it's so hard mm, you just have to be so self-disciplined don't you and I think that does come naturally to performers to an extent but it's just keeping the motivation to do that especially when what you're working for and what you're keeping in shape for really doesn't exist at the time and I think that's what I was going to ask as well like how did you keep that passion for what you do alive for like this whole year has there been things that have helped you do you know what I think um I would say after the first month of that first lockdown, I put so much pressure 
and I was so stressed out, you know, I was like, I need to keep fit, I need to keep singing, I need to keep moving, I need to keep dancing, you know, when we go back, if I'm not on it, you know, I would really, this would really go, and it would stick in my head for so, so many hours of the day, Mm, and I think I just got to a point where I was like, you need to, you need to calm down, like, you know, your body is your tool, so if you're stressing yourself out, the outcome if, even if you're doing three hours a day of trying to put the work in, if you're stressed, it's completely useless. Even like, even now, I was, I'm doing less now than I was right at the beginning. But, you know, if I want to get up and if I want to move my body, I'll do it. And if I don't, I'm not going to do it. You've got to listen to your body and also take take the pressure off yourselves, I think. I think that's what a lot of people have said. You know, like we say, we just, we're so driven and we want to keep in shape. But for a year, you can't just... Because I think at the start as well, people were like, I'm going to get the best body I've ever got. I'm going to come out of <laughs> yeah. this like yeah. a transformed person. But actually, you can't keep that up for a no, year. Like, you know it's, it's impossible. It's so funny, but I think this year... I have learned so much more about myself than I have ever. I think I've I've completely found my feet with with me, what I want to do, what I want to achieve in life. I think this year's been actually so beneficial in the strangest ways. I would give my right arm to be, you know, doing what I love right now and you know to have that paycheck coming in. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But I've actually, I can, you know, pat myself on the back and say I've used this year wisely to my advantage. So, you know, I'm very grateful for that time. Exactly. And I think, like you say, it's obviously it's it's been so hard, but I think that's actually given every, I think when I think back to life, like before the pandemic, it was just so, like, everything was a rush and there was no time to stop and think. And I think, like you say, it's given everyone just that moment of pause to just take a step back, really reflect and actually think, how do I want to move forward? And I think people will be more productive in the way they move forward after this. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, I absolutely love the bones of, of what we do. I, you know, I could not imagine me living my life any other way than how we would pre-covid you know I've danced out in the freezing cold just because I just because I wanted to and it's you know it has made me realize how much you know before this I was like I love what I do and I'm grateful every day that I can move my body and I can do this and you know I'm so fortunate that I do what I love for a living and it doesn't feel like a job and I think it makes you realize now that even more yeah exactly when you miss something you realize how amazing it is and I think that's another thing I was going to ask you about is obviously a few months ago there was this whole retrain debacle and everyone saying you know like you should think about you and obviously it's always good as a performer to think about things that are going to bring the money in when the jobs aren't there whatever um how did you feel about that obviously I think most people I speak to just say you know I've lived and breathed it my whole life. Why would I do anything else? Like, how did you feel about that whole situation? So frustrated. I was like, what a load of crap. Like, we have worked our asses off to get where we, where we want to be. And it is so unfortunate that we are kind of in this industry where it's just not possible for that to be up and running. But I don't think that it's right for you know that statement of retrain you know I love we love what we do you know it's it's not our fault of course financially 
it's you know horrendous i've worked at a clothes shop before this lockdown just so i can put dinner on the table and i don't want to do that but i have to i have to do that exactly yeah and i think that's the hard thing maybe for people at the moment who are like obviously it's been really tough for grads who haven't even had the chance to be out in the industry yet but also for people that maybe might be at the moment thinking about you know I want to audition for colleges and maybe their parents or what they've seen in the media they might be thinking otherwise what advice would you give to those kind of people you know if this if this is what you want to do if this has been your dream since you can remember this cannot get in the way of that this this horrible phase of life will eventually pass it will um and I think if you've got it in you and you want to do it, you can't let this stop you because life will, it will carry on. Things will get better. It's, this is just an incredibly rough patch. Absolutely. And when things do get better, the demand is going to be like mental because we've all missed it so much. We're going to be watching shows every night, going to live music. Like it's going to be amazing. So I think people just have to hold on to that for sure. Um, but I was going to ask on those days where in the lockdown we all have those days where it's just you're swimming against the tide and you think what is actually going on here um what kind of advice would you give or what do you do on those days to kind of just take stock and think okay just take a breath it's all going to be okay the only moment we ever have is now that's it you know and i think you have to you need to listen to your wants listen to your needs in that moment you know if you need a cry if you need to <laughs> let something out you have to let it out there's been days where, you know, I've felt like utter crap and I've not known why or anything, but it's it's coming out and it, it can't stop. But, you know, it's the, the times we're living in and there are other days where I completely forget that we're in a pandemic and that this is happening and that I'm not in a job. I'll get up and I'll make my coffee and I'll just be living my day and then all of a sudden it'll hit me and I'll, I'll be like oh my goodness so it is so overwhelming I just think it's so important to you know if you're fortunate to have a a good network of people it's it's speaking about it if you if you feel a certain way or even if you feel happy you know exactly and I think you as you say speaking to people is so important there's a guarantee that people are feeling the same as you and people will understand and I think we are getting better at that maybe as a result of this time we're getting better at speaking out about how we feel but have you learned anything during this time maybe not related to the industry at all but just about yourself facing adversity have you learned anything about yourself as a result of this crazy year for me as I said before kind of feeling like this year I've used it to you know find my feet and know exactly what I want to do and you know kind of like knowing your worth as in absolutely yeah if I want to do that I can totally do that and I kind of think mentally that's what this year has been it's kind of been a bit of a awakening to me in a sense looking forward you know 2021 the second half we're hoping is going to be positive it's going to be good um so what are your sort of like hopes and dreams for the next few maybe the next six months to a year when we go as we go back to normality <laughs> uh, you know i just hope that obviously things can open up and we can resume back to what we were doing there is you know one particular show that is coming um to the western that i've been <laughs> literally manifesting 
the shit out of for yes. probably the last two years. Um, law of attraction, law of attraction. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Putting it out into the universe. Um, oh, and it's, oh, it started to, the whole audition process of that started exactly this time last year was when I sent off my uh, first tape for it. And we're mm-hmm. still stuck in exactly the same place as we were. I was, it's just, it's just mental, but. So hopefully that can progress as we can. Yeah, amen, I think yeah. it's going to be interesting, <laughs> interesting to see what audition life is like after this, because it, it's going to have to be so different, I think, yeah. especially open calls, things like that. Yeah, we were seen I think once in the room before this lockdown, and it was just, you know, you walk in with your mask on, and then it's, it's just bizarre, it's absolutely mm. bizarre, but... I don't know, in terms of, like, personal space and having more room to, you know, get the... If it's the choreo down or or whatever, it's... Mm. I don't know, it's kind of better it's in, gonna be in some way. Yes, <laughs> it is, isn't it? In terms of, you know, you're going to have to be seen in smaller groups, which is always a positive. I think it's just going to be getting used to, isn't it, that the, the change and dynamic, because it will have to be... They'll have to be so careful and getting people in and out of pineapple. I don't quite know how they're going to do <laughs> it, but they'll find a way. I was going to a couple of classes before lockdown when, they, you know, they reopened. Yeah. And it was like, there's a limit. I think it must be, like, 25 or something. But you think mm. before how many people you've got they people literally at the window yeah studio. that's the thing that like so I just crazy. think back to opens and things where it's been like I'm whacking people yeah. <laughs> and I just think that's never going to happen again which no. obviously has its perks mm-hmm. but it's just going to be such a different feel isn't it yeah yeah Oh, well, thank you so much. You know, it's so exciting hearing about, I'm sure as soon as things start opening up again, you know, this industry, like you say, people have missed it so much. Mm -hmm. And we've just got a hold on in there. And it's the home straight now. It was a bit different, maybe like six months ago, when we'd been in this for six months, and we still had six, like, well, we didn't know how long we had left. But now at least we know vaccinations are on the way it's only going to get better from here <laughs> oh, but thank you so much for speaking to me katie oh, thank it's you. been so lovely Oh, it was so lovely to speak with Katie and it's just amazing to hear that despite the odds, Katie is grateful for this time and space and rightly so, she emphasised the importance of having a supportive network of people around us as well as listening to our bodies' wants and needs. And after all, as Katie said, the only moment we have is now, so use it wisely. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Facing a Pandemic, The Forgotten Arts. I'll be back very soon, but in the meantime, do be sure to subscribe and I'll see you soon.